Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. What is going on, ladies? Hope you're having the best day ever. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today, we are talking about the different eras of fitness. So everything you need to know about the newbie era is what we're covering today. And then I'm going to go through like the different types. So when you first start and then how that kind of progresses over the years and over the seasons, because there's different seasons to this. And you're going to notice that within different periods of time and within different periods of your life, you're going to have different areas where the focus is on something different. Okay. And so like one era or like when you're first starting is going to be very different than when you have like three years under your belt or four years, or you have kids or you decide to get married or like all these things happen, right? Maybe someone passes away. Like there's tons of different things that happen. And so that's what we're going to be covering today. So uh, we're going to break this down into four different areas. Okay. So mindset, fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. So those four areas are things that are going to uh, change, but I want to give you guys the expectations or like what you can expect from each phase, because I think the biggest thing that gets in people's way is like not knowing what to expect. You're like, oh, like, should I do this? Should I not? You know, what, what is this going to look like? And then, you know, something challenging comes up and you're totally thrown off track. And it's just because you had no idea that it was even going to show up in the first place. And so today, that's why I want to cover it. So first things first, let's talk about mindset. Okay. So mindset's the first one, then we'll go into fitness. So mindset, the mindset that you need to have when you're in your like newbie era. So the newbie era, I guess I should define what that actually is, is more so when you first get started in the gym or at home, like working out, or if you have like not done it for a while, you used to work out and then you're kind of like back into it. I find you're not really in the newbie era, but I find the mindset portion kind of gets you. So I'll take it in there a little bit but you're kind of a little bit further away because you've got some, you know, knowledge, you've got some resources, you know what you're doing. Um, And the reason why I find it's different is because if you've been working out even for three years and say you for like, you don't work out for like six months, you still know kind of how to work out. You know, when a workout feels too sore, you know, when you should eat more, like it's, it's a little bit more like you have the basics down, but I find the mindset's really all over the place. Or we have it where you first start and you're like in this newbie era and you're like, I really just like don't know what to expect. And so with the mindset portion of like the newbie era, the biggest thing is, is like keeping going, right? Like even when things come up, you keep going, Um, making sure that you have an understanding that like, yeah, there's going to be things that come up and like, you're going to have plans and you're going to have all of these things that come up in your life because your lifestyle right now is totally tailored to something else. So for example, uh, my previous lifestyle was like drinking all the time, partying, like having fun on weekends, like fun on weekends, quote unquote, uh, really like going to the gym and being very like healthy during the week and then totally blowing everything on the weekend. That was like my lifestyle forever. And all my friends did the same thing. And so when I started eating healthier and going to the gym on the weekend and not really drinking and things like that, I got a lot of resistance with that. And so the thing is, is like when it came to the mindset of like keeping going, even when I like gave in, that was really, really important. Also understanding that like they were going to want to go to bars and they were going to want to go out for food and 
all these kind of things. And this kind of gets into lifestyle a little bit. So maybe I'll, I'll mesh the lifestyle and the mindset together. But understanding that like nobody outside of you is responsible for your progress. That is super important when you're first getting started, because I hear it all the time. It's like my spouse doesn't want to work out. My kids are getting in the way. Like uh, work is making me do overtime. It's because for a long time, you haven't really set any boundaries. That's why you haven't had the time to work out. That's why you haven't had the time to eat healthy. You didn't set any boundaries. You've just been like working, either like working, 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 or you've been like hanging out at home and improving your relationship and all these kind of things. I find it's one or the other. And so like now that you're getting into fitness, there's always going to be something that kind of has to give. And so like your attention right now is on your fitness. And so understanding that there's going to be things from other areas that are going to have to give a little bit. And that's okay. Uh, the other thing too, is, is like understanding that when you first get into your like, you're just getting into fitness, it is going to take a little bit more effort, it's going to take a little bit more time, it's going to take a little bit more than you probably anticipate. And I don't mean like length of time, like an hour and a half, no, like 30 minutes, 40 minutes workouts, that's great. You know, two to three times a week, you can start off with that's fantastic. But when you go to work out, you're going to have to think about it. Like, you know, am I bringing my shoulders back? Am I bracing my core? Am I squatting? Like, you need to have the mindset like going into it that you are going to have to think about these things. And it's not something that's just going to come on autopilot because you don't know what you're doing. It's like if you went back to school, you'd probably have to study a whole bunch after work, you probably have to do things in between, maybe stay up late, whatever. But you'd have to like go out and find those actual resources in order to um, in order to like become good at something. Otherwise, it's like really, really hard for you to then master anything or really excel at anything into the mindset. Also, guys, not giving up and keeping going, make sure that you're like still like consistently doing the thing. Um, the other thing with mindset that you really have to understand, um, especially when you're getting into the gym is that like, it's okay to make mistakes. It is okay. And you are going to make tons of mistakes and that's okay. I still remember like walking into the gym and I put 25 uh, pounds on either side of a barbell. And then I went to go squat and my squat was like shifted. Like my one hip was dipping. My shoulder was coming up. Like it didn't feel very good. My bone felt like it was grinding on my other bone. And I was like, these are not proper, but I didn't really know. So I kept doing them. Um, same with some of the videos that I posted, you know, doing glute like kickbacks um, in a studio and literally like going where my foot was basically touching my head, which is great, except for the fact that um, that's not how you work your glutes, right? And then I'm like, why is my butt still flat? So the thing is, is like a lot of the time when it comes down to actually seeing results and like looking the way that you want to look, it comes down to form and technique. And the greatest thing is, is like, honestly, thank God for like videos and stuff, because the amount of ladies, I will tell you right now, and I'm just going to give you this because I wish I had this like 10 years ago, the difference between the people that like actually see noticeable change in the first four to 12 months and the people that don't tend to be their form videos. And it's not just because like they send them in and whatever, it's because they're actively trying to get better and they're working on it. And so what happens is one, they're mo more motivated and more dedicated because every time they take a video, they then are getting feedback and they have something to work towards. And it's many, many, many goals. So not only do they have like, I want to lose say 60 pounds, then they have, okay, so um, I have a six week program, then they go, okay, I'm learning how to in this workout, I have squats, whatever lunges, and I have hip thrusts, cool. So my hip thrusts are really good, but my squats need a lot of work. Awesome. Now we're dissecting the squat. And now the workout is being tailored towards being better at the squat. 
the better that she gets at squats, the more um, muscle that she's going to be able to build, the more progress she's going to be able to see, the more fat she's going to be able to lose because she's going to be working out more and doing all the things and is properly engaging and all these kind of things, right? So the thing that I did for the longest time was that I was just working out and doing my thing. But the problem was, is that because the form wasn't good, I wasn't really seeing the result that I wanted to, you know what I mean? So even if, even if your nutrition isn't perfect, because it doesn't have to be, and we'll get into that in a second, even if, if you just focus on your form and technique, you would see more body composition changes and you would notice that your photos look night and day difference. I love how I've totally gone from mindset, lifestyle into fitness. Can you guys tell that I cannot pay attention to things? So mindset is we don't give up, we keep going. Okay, so I'm just going to recap quick. Mindset is, is that we don't give up, we keep going. When you have a cheeseburger on the weekend and you feel like shit, you keep going. So Sunday, you wake up, you go drink your water, you go eat your breakfast, you keep on going. Say for like Sunday night, dinner goes off rail. You're like, oh my God, I had cheesecake. And that like totally makes you lose your mind. Awesome. Monday morning, we get up, we drink our water, we eat breakfast, we eat lunch, we eat dinner, we keep going. Okay, that is the biggest thing. Because when you keep going with something, you can get better at it. But if you don't keep going, you're not gonna get any better at it. So you might as well just keep going. Because realistically, you've tried this forever, you might as well keep going because you're just going to try it again later on, right? So just keep going. Okay, that's the biggest thing. Then lifestyle we talked about nobody's really going to support you. Unfortunately, I love you. It's great. I know it sucks. I think it sucks too. I waited for a long time for people to come support me. And guess what? Until I set the boundary of like, hey, I'm working out, I'm eating healthy, this is what I'm doing. You don't have to like it. You don't have to do it. It's all good. This is what I'm doing. People then started to see me doing the thing. And then they started to understand that I was going to keep doing the thing. So you need to show them first that you are going to do it. There's a reason why your husband, every time you go to work out or like lose weight, he's like another one, you're going to try this again. It's because he's also seen the lack of integrity that you have with yourself. I know that sucks. I get it. Been there, done that. However, it will help tremendously, immensely, tremendously, immensely. Um, if you are able to keep those promises to yourself. And so before you expect anybody else to basically like validate you or make you feel like you are doing a good job or whatever, you need to be the one to show them that you are consistent with this. Okay. So again, the more sustainable, the less strict it is, the easier it's going to be to do that. Because the more strict it is, we're like, you can't eat this and you can't eat this and you can't eat this. And you can't eat this. You can't do this. You got to work out all this time, blah, 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 blah. It's going to be very hard to integrate it into your life. You're going to get more resistance. So the stricter the program, the more resistance I find you get from the outside. Okay, the least restrictive that you go, I would say like the less conflict that you get into. Um, and it's more just like certain people that you can kind of overcome it. It doesn't it's not as hard. Um, but when it's like all the time every day, very hard to sustain because what happens is eventually you're going to crash because every meal, every snack, every outing, every whatever, as soon as you're like exhausted, you are going to be relying on willpower and you're probably going to cave in. However, if you're like, hey, I'm going to hit my protein for the next seven days and you guys go out to eat, you can choose a hamburger or a hot dog. You can get like beef, you can get chicken, you can get whatever, like plant proteins, right? You have different options. It's not like you have to eat at home. But if you're like, I'm going to eat at home every single day, I'm not going to eat anything processed. I'm not going to have any takeout. I'm not going to have any alcohol. I'm going to work out six times a week. Plus, I'm going to do 40 minutes of cardio. You're going to get met with a ton of resistance because like that is a very big lifestyle change. And you're going to feel resistance from yourself, but also from the people around you. So if you're just like, hey, I'm going to try and hit my protein for seven days, you have way more flexibility. And it's more of like a guideline than it is like, I need to follow this meal plan. Because as soon as you guys go away, 
and you're like, I need to follow my meal plan. Your husband's going to be like, well, we're like going to Niagara Falls. How the hell are you going to do that? And then you're like, I don't know. And he's like, okay. And then it's like, I guess then I'm done then. And he goes, okay. And that's it, right? So when you're getting started, set guidelines, but don't be so definitive in what you're doing. It'll, it'll mess you up right off the bat, okay? Fitness. So learn how to work out. Again, you're going to fuck up. It's okay. If you mess up your workouts, it's okay. If the workout didn't go as well as you wanted it to, it's okay. If your kid interrupts you and you don't, you're not able to finish the whole workout, that's okay. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Um, if anything, just try and do the most amount of exercises that you can do with the proper form, right? So if you have six exercises and maybe you get to three, but you did them really solid, like you, you made sure your form was good, you lifted heavy weights, you know, you don't feel quite fatigued, but then someone comes in and it's just like cannonballing all over your workout and you can't do anything, um, then that's fine. Just make sure that like you can, again, finish up your workout later on. Not the most ideal thing, but it is what it is. Or like you just know that, hey, you know what? Today I got through three or four exercises. It's better than nothing, right? Because the thing is, it's like, guys, I will tell you, I will be totally honest. This year, for example, I've been going through a lot of therapy. There's been a lot of like sickness stuff that came up. There's a lot of random shit that got thrown my way. If I just decided that it had to be a perfect workout in order to get it done, honestly, I don't think I would have worked out at all this year, like at all. Like my workouts have been nothing impressive. Like if you saw me at the gym, you'd be like, what the fuck is Sam doing? And it's literally just because I'm trying my best, right? Like I'm getting my workouts in, I'm making sure that I'm lifting, but like this year isn't a year that I'm pushing for heavy muscle gain. It's not a year that unfortunately I get to lose a ton of weight. It's not a year that I get to do all these things because of like sickness and because of going to therapy and all this stuff, there's different types of stresses. And so like, if you guys just lost somebody or like maybe you just had a baby or like maybe you this one through a big life change, or maybe you also started therapy. I'm with you, girl. It's a lot, right? Then it's like, it's, it might not be your like muscle building era. Like it might just be like your maintenance era. It might be like the get it done freaking era, right? And that's okay. Like that's okay. Even if you're just starting off, that's fine. But just like keep going. And then eventually you'll be able to like up it, up it, up it, up it, right? And like eventually, you know, I'm just kind of getting out of the thick of it. But once I get out of the thick of it, like then I'm going to probably set another fitness goal. And so like my fitness goal right now is to keep going to make sure that I work out three, four times a week to make sure that I get my steps in every single day to make sure I hit my protein every single day. It's not rocket science. Like it really isn't that hard. It's very simple. It's just a matter of making sure that you're doing it. And the longer and the longer and the more um, the longer and the more that you wait, the more life gets a little bit more chaotic right? Have you noticed that when you're 16, 17, life's pretty easy. It's really easy to work out. And then all of a sudden you turn like 20 or in university or college, or like you just got a job and you're like, oh, fuck now I'm tired. And then like a little bit longer goes, maybe you're like pregnant now, or you have kids. You're like, oh my God, now I literally don't have a second to myself. Then your kids get a little bit older. Maybe they're in school and you're like, oh, I have all this free time, but now I have to do all these other things or go back to work or do whatever, right? There's so many different levels of life, but the longer that you wait, the more levels that they're getting Hits, right? There's way more shit that just stacks on top of each other. Suddenly you have all these bills that you didn't know about. Suddenly, you know, unfortunately your kid gets sick or your husband gets sick or you get sick or whatever. The longer you wait, the more shit you're going to run into. So you might as well just start. And then that way this can help you manage all the shit that comes up. Okay. And then the last thing is good versus bad food. So for nutrition guys, um, when you're first starting off, the biggest thing that I find like gets in the way of most people's like fitness, um, when you're just starting, is that like, if you go have a hamburger, you use it as an excuse to like totally write off the week. You're like, Oh, well, I had like a hamburger and then I ate half a pizza. So like, guess I'm just never going to work out again. Guess I'm just never going to eat a carrot again. It's like, relax. Like, 
like bring the level of extra down to like a two. You're at like a solid 10. You're like ramping it up. You're like, I ate a full pizza. I'm like, cool. I've done that also. Guess what? I'm still alive. It's okay. Like it's not, it's not terrible. Like if you're looking at your weekends and I'm just saying this obviously lightly, cause I know a lot of people just get very like upset about it. So I'm just trying to make light of it. But um, realistically, like when you look at a bad weekend, a bad weekend that I'll explain that someone's like, why are we like this crystal? Just give me two seconds. I'll go over it. I'm excited for this. So when you have a bad weekend, that is like your kid is in the hospital. You broke your leg. You are like, you know, you're like sitting on death's door. That's like a bad weekend, guys. A bad weekend is you crashed your car and like totaled your car. That is a bad weekend. A bad weekend isn't going on a, like actually being even in a place where you're fortunate enough to go on a family vacation for an entire weekend during a recession, guys, this is a recession right now. So during a recession, you are fortunate enough to go on a trip with your family for a weekend. And you are fortunate enough to be able to buy ice cream and go get burgers and do all these things and have so much fun and go to the fair and do whatever. Okay. That is not a bad weekend. You need to change your definition of a bad weekend, right? Now, could you have made different choices that maybe were a little bit healthier? Probably, but that's not a bad weekend, right? Like that's eh, like, I don't know when people are like, oh, I had such a bad weekend. You know, I spent all this time with family and we had such a good time. I'm like, oh, that's awful. I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, you know what I mean? Change your language. And the reason why we're like this, because I'm going to ask, uh, thank you, Crystal, for that one is still so like, why are we like this? Why when I eat a burger, I want to fall off track. So there's some psychology for you guys today. Okay. We normally don't get through one of these without this. So most of the time, what happens is that your life is very chaotic. You guys are running businesses. You have a, you know, you have a high profile job or you are just like a busy mom, which is also fine. You know, that's also exhausting. I get it. I don't know what I would do at this point. If two people were like, or one person even, or three or four were running around screaming in my face all day and asking for snacks. Um, but Either way, like you're trying to keep these humans alive, right? So, and some of you guys are also having a, you have a job and you're also trying to keep humans alive or you're trying to keep your husband alive. Haha. <laughs> but like you guys get what I'm going at. Okay. Now what happens is a lot of the times we have these big problems. So you might have like a weird dynamic with your parents. You might have like a weird dynamic at home. You might not have the best relationship with people. You might be overwhelmed. Maybe you're a people pleaser. You don't really set very many boundaries, right? So like everyone just kind of like walks all over you. Um, and people pleasing normally drives guys from some period where basically you got criticized or put down for being yourself, your authentic self. And so instead of just showing up as you, you're like, Oh, that's dangerous. So I'm just going to like conform to what's around me. So that's just what I'm going to do. And so when people need something, I'm going to jump and I'm going to say how high basically, right? So when you have a family or when you have multiple people living with you, that also extends very, 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 very far because now you don't just have you and maybe someone else that you're people pleasing with like friends. Now you have someone you're living with. Plus you have like maybe other kids or things like that, or people that you work with. And so now you have like a lot of people that you're overextending to at all times. And that's really exhausting. And we only have so much mental bandwidth before we just start making choices. So for example, like at the beginning of the day, notice how it's very easy to say no when you go through Starbucks. Like, would you like anything else with your drink? I don't know. I should not know this, but yes, right? Like, do you want anything else with your drink? And you're like, no, thank you. But by like six o'clock, you're like, yeah, I'll take the pumpkin spice muffin. 
right? By six o'clock, you're like, fuck it. I just want whatever. And it's because you basically like, you've just made so many decisions throughout the day that at this point, you just don't want to think anymore. It's like when you come home for dinner and he hasn't made anything and you're like, why didn't you make anything? And he's like, why didn't you make anything? You're like, I don't have the mental bandwidth. And then you end up ordering takeout because neither of you have decided on anything, right? So there's that part to it. Um, the other part with good versus bad foods is a lot of the time we are looking for something that is a lot easier to deal with and put in a, a cycle than a bigger problem. So maybe like you're stressed about finances, maybe you're stressed about um, your kids going to school, maybe you're stressed about your relationship, maybe you're stressed about work, maybe you're stressed about like whatever, there's so many different things, right? Um, especially again, like I said, we're in the middle of a recession. So like, who knows, right? We'll just go with money. Well, it's a lot easier for you to stress about the fact that you ate too much food and that you aren't losing any weight. And like, you basically just create your own habit loop that you could fix. But the other problem is so much bigger that you, you have to focus on this problem first because you're used to like sympathy and getting like people to, it's really easy to get sympathy. Like if I'm like, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. You, you guys, if I put that on my story, you guys would be like, oh my God, try this, try this. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. But if I was like, I'm freaking killing it, nobody would reply nobody would reply, right? Because sympathy is a lot more, um, it's more relatable, right? When people are like sad on Facebook, those get a ton of like, oh my God, you're amazing. Or, oh my God, you're so beautiful, whatever. But when people are winning, no one really posts it. Like they kind of do, but not really, right? It, it's just really like weddings and stuff. And so basically we just create like this little loop that we can stay in that we could fix if we wanted to, because we're trying to avoid this other big loop over here that's really overwhelming and maybe we don't know what to do with it, okay? So this keeps us stuck. The other thing is, is that growing up diet culture, guys, how many of your parents told you that like your thighs were too fat your jeans or like how many of you guys got told that you know pop or not popcorn pizza makes you fat or like you know ice cream goes straight to your thighs or like that's why you have love handles or like blah, 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 right all these things and so that gets ingrained and that's why you really got to watch what you say to your kids and like around your kids like even when you pick them up and you're like wow you're getting heavy I noticed myself saying that the other day I was like wow you're getting heavy and I was like they probably don't like that. Like they probably don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Like what kid, like kids, like, is that bad? Is that good? Like, is that whatever? And now obviously we're just thinking like, wow, you're getting so big, like you're growing, but they're like, okay, like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean that I'm like too heavy? You know what I mean? You've been carrying me forever. Like, what are you talking about? So it's really important that you're like looking at that because those things get really ingrained and then you have to unlearn them. Also previous restrictive diets, right? You go on a diet and they give you this freaking meal plan. And it's like, eat this, don't eat this for 16 weeks and you'll lose weight, right? So that just inherently without even telling you is like, this is a list of good foods. This is a list of bad foods. If you eat this, you'll lose weight. If you don't eat this, you are, if you eat this, you won't lose weight. And the reason why they do that is because they want a before and after photo. And yes, eating healthier is important, but it's also a matter of like, they know that if you don't eat any higher calorie foods for 16 weeks, the odds that you go over your program is very low. Like even if you ate six cups of broccoli, it's very hard to overeat with compared to eating like if you had three muffins, you might go over your calories, be still hungry, because they're more processed and then eat more food after that. Does that make sense? So it's like if I went and go went and got McDonald's, I would still be hungry later. So even though I've just consumed like 1400 calories, um, and maybe my total for the day is like 1700. Then when I go home, even though I'm still like hitting 1700 calories, I'm still hungry because the 1200 calories didn't really have much substance or nutrients to them. So then later I end up overeating anyways, because I'm still hungry. And I just can't like say no, because I'm literally starving, which is fair. 
right? So the more nutrient dense foods, like even guys, even if you just took your current calories and you ate healthier foods, a lot of the time you're going to find that you lose weight because one, the portions are smaller. They don't tend to have like all the extra stuff, like the greases or the fats or the whatever that random people cook with, like that takeout and stuff. And you're just going to notice that like you feel better because you have more nutrients. A lot of the time, if you have like vitamin D deficiencies, C's deficiencies, irons, like all these things, it's most likely because your diet's lacking things. And then it just gets to the certain point where you have to supplement or you have to go to the doctor, or you have to get blood work done and blah, 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 all this stuff, just because we don't eat that well, right? Like going on a diet is like eating healthy is now considered going on a diet right? Which is crazy. So it's like, when you're like, Oh, I need to eat healthy. Like I have to watch what I say and be like, Oh, well, like you probably should eat this instead of this. And then people are like, you're a terrible food mindset, all this shit. I'm like, dude, like either way, you should probably eat some more chicken than you eat chocolate cake. Like, I don't know why this is like, uh, you know what I mean? So you just got to watch because obviously people's mindsets after diets and stuff are a little bit all over the place, but it's gotten to the point where literally like eating healthy is now considered dieting, which is like mind blowing to me. So when you're looking at these things, guys, it's like understanding that too. So when you first get started, it's like, well, you know, I have previous diets that like, not only does my body have to recover from, and I now need to reverse diet, which is basically a fancy way of just saying like breaking your diet, eating more food so your body can actually function. But not only that, but it's also the mindset work of like making sure that you actually reprogramming or reprocessing some of the thoughts that you have, right? Like if you eat um, cotton candy was a big one for me, like eating cotton candy, I was like, Oh, if I eat like a whole thing of cotton candy, I'll for sure gain weight. And then I learned like cotton candy is like 100 calories or 200 calories, it's like nothing. I was like, Oh, I can eat the whole thing like 17 times. This is fantastic, right? And it's just a matter of because someone growing up told me that cotton candy was really terrible for you. It's mostly because it's just sugar, which it is not great for you. But like if I want to go to the fair one time a year and have a thing of cotton candy, it's not going to make me ruin my progress. You see what I'm saying? So it's like when you start looking at it from that perspective, it's a lot easier to make better decisions because you're not just sitting there and like trying to, you know, you're not trying to do it. It just doesn't make sense. So yeah, so start changing your perspective that way it's a lot easier i'm just going to recap everything that we talked about so we got the newbie era okay good versus bad foods stop like just randomly thinking the cheeseburger is going to make you gain all this weight the reason why you probably think that as well is all the psychological reasons we just went over and on top of it you're probably not tracking it in my fitness pal so you think it's like 700 calories and it's actually like four sometimes it is actually 700 calories Ta-da, we learned something so cool guess what you probably will know that next time because you were shocked right? Like that's the end of the thing too. And then I'll, I always go on tangents. So I hope you guys don't mind. But when you guys have like, if you see that it's like 700, or maybe you ate something that's 1200 calories, cool. Guess what you're going to remember that when you go to ups and downs, or you go to um, Chuck's Roadhouse, or you go to whatever, their steak is 1200 calories, you're probably going to remember that because you're going to put it in my fitness pal, be like, shit, what did I do? And then be like, Oh, well, I guess like next time I'll just like eat half of it. Or next time I'll order something else. It's no big deal. And then go on your way. Like that's all that you have to do. But we overthink everything. We overthink everything. Like you're allowed to make mistakes. It doesn't have to be perfect. It does not have to be perfect. And like, we've all done it guys. I've done it so many times. I'll like put in ice cream and I'll be like, Hey, ice cream with like brownies and like chocolate syrup. And I'm like, Oh my God, it was 800 calories. I'm so surprised. Like not really, but at the same time, I'm like, Oh shit, that was more than I thought. Or like those um, last thing I'll say, like those milkshakes at convenience stores, they are like 900 calories, right? Or if you go to the States, Shake Shack, 
puts custard in their milkshakes, 850 calories. I drank half of it and I was like, right? Like, and just because personally, I'm like, that's just like, I'm not going to drink custard out of a straw. That's fucking gross. <laughs> I just like, can't do that, you know? But it's like, you have no idea. Someone just said, uh, Crystal just said, this was me with pumpkin spice muffins. Had no idea they were 480 calories. Says it's just a muffin. Meanwhile, for that amount of calories, I have something more filling and enjoyable. Yeah. But like, once you know, you can make that decision. Like guys, when those cranberry breads from Starbucks come out for Christmas, you best believe that I'm going to mess one up, have a crazy sugar high, and then never do it again for the rest of the season. Like 100%. I do it every year. I'll probably have half this year because I've got a little bit smarter, but like, I'm still going to go eat it. And I know how many calories are in it. But the first year I would get it like every time. And then I finally saw the calories and I was like, whoa, like, okay, we need to chill a little bit because like, yeah, there's a point of having fun, but there's also that point of view where you're like, mm, is this worth it? And I don't know, maybe that's a toxic mindset, but it's worked for me for the last like however long. So I'm good with it. If you guys don't like that, don't use it. It's all cool. As per always, take what lands, leave what doesn't, all good. But yeah, it's like, but either way, it gives you the information and you can make the informed choice. It's like knowing that a piece of pizza is roughly 250 calories. I love that because I'm like, sweet, it's already pre-portioned. I don't have to think about it. We order it. I know how much I ate. I just have to think like three later on, I go to track it three times 250 and we're on our way and we're good to go right? It's like super easy. And then sometimes though, yeah, you go to restaurants and you're like, oh shit, you know, it's like a lot of calories and it's just, it's a lot. And that is okay. Like it's okay to make a mistake. It's not going to ruin everything. So what you didn't go down 0.5 of a pound, but like six months from now you're down 40 pounds and you're not rebounding because you actually ate the muffin every so often, or you ate the cupcake every so often, or you ate the burger every so often, right? Like sometimes slow is fast. Sometimes slow is fast, right? The other way doesn't work. Trust me, tried a lot. It really sucks. So mindset, don't give up, keep going. Fitness, learn how to work out. You're gonna mess up with fitness and you're gonna mess up with nutrition. It is okay, keep going. Um, also just make sure that you know how to like actually like move with proper form before you start adding a whole bunch of weights on. The worst thing ever is like you start your fitness journey, you keep going, then you get injured right as you get motivated. And then you're like on your ass again, right? Like you got to give, it's like, I always use this example. Now it's like ramping up. Like if you're going on the highway and you start to speed up, it's like spinning out as you're speeding up. Right. And you're like, ah, I got to get on the highway, but now I need a new car. Now I got to get all ready and I got to get all the stuff I don't know how to do. Like, right. And then if you don't know how to rehab yourself and that's a lot, right. So it's like, just be smart. Like, you know, gradually get into it. Stop trying to run 10K before you can run two kind of thing. And then once you're on the highway, it's like smooth sailing. It's just, you got to get yourself on the highway. And right now, some of you guys are like climbing. And then right before you get to speed, you're like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I'm like, keep going. You almost had it. It was like right before you were just like almost there. You just had the treasure. Nutrition, good versus bad foods. Again, making sure that you're really focusing on that because that's super important as well. And it's just as simple as like every time you go to a restaurant, you know, um, for the first little bit, try and choose the option that you actually want to choose rather than the one that you are like, oh, I have to get the salad because I'm dieting. I have to go get the chicken burger because I'm dieting. I have to go get this. You don't have to do anything. You do not have to do anything. The cool part is we're all adults and we have adult money. We're basically grown ass kids with adult money. You can go do whatever you want. It's freaking sick. It's the coolest thing ever. Do whatever you want. Okay. But at the end of the day, it's like, eventually you're going to want to do the healthier option. But at first you've restricted yourself for so long that it's probably a good idea that you go have some fun 
And then we can kind of talk about choosing those healthier options. And it makes it easier because you know how like in the back of your head, you're like, you're eating like your chicken salad and you're looking over and you're like, that bacon burger looks way better. Sorry, Janelle. Janelle just turned the live stream. She's dieting right now. <laughs> um, but basically you're like eating that chicken salad. You're like, oh, that looks really good. Like I could really go for that. And then meanwhile, it's like, you could just have that. And then eventually you're going to notice that you don't really want that anymore. And you're going to start choosing the healthier option. Honestly, works nine out of 10 times. The one out of 10 time, I'm like, you might need to actually go see somebody about your food mindset because your your like eating disorder is probably is probably skyrocketed a little bit further than what we think. Okay. So that's pretty much it. Oh, I was just laughing to now because I was doing the live stream and I was talking about burgers right as you came on. And I was like, you've got like an ear for this. <laughs> and then lifestyle guys, nobody when you first start is going to believe that you can do it other than you because you haven't shown them that you can do it, right? Like why would they? You haven't given them, them any proof. The reason you don't even think you can stay with your fitness and nutrition journey is because for the last like 10 years, you haven't been able to. And then you're like, my husband doesn't support me. I'm like, well, yeah, you haven't given him ever any evidence. You haven't even given yourself evidence that you can do this yet. So you need to prove to yourself first that you can stick to this. And then when you do that with you, then you can be like, oh, okay, like that person now is going to come around. This is why like around like six to eight weeks, you're going to notice your husband like starts to want to work out. You're going to notice that like your kids want to start doing the thing with you. You're going to notice all that. It's because you've actually done it long enough that people start to understand that like you're not going to give in on this. So at first, it is not up to them to keep you motivated. It is up to yourself. And if you have a hard time with that, then join a group. Guys, sometimes you got to pay to play. Like I didn't have any entrepreneurial friends. I didn't have any business owner friends. And I was like, like all my friends at this point are pretty much on my team, to be honest with you. And so like, who do I go to talk to about that kind of stuff? It's like, well, I went and I paid to play. I was like, you know what? Let's go join a mastermind. We're going to go figure this shit out. Um, let's go have some fun with it. And then I ended up like meeting a lot of really cool people that were into the same thing that I was in. Right. But like same with fitness, I didn't meet any like really fit people until I joined a gym or until I joined a program where there was other fit people. Right. So it's like, you have to become the thing to then attract the people to do the thing. So it's like, you can't be drinking and smoking and like, you know, eating junk food every day and like doing all this stuff and sleeping and watching Netflix and then being like, I want high level friends that are like all into self care. It's like, you're not doing the thing though. Why would they want to hang out with you? Right. You're going to attract who you are regardless of what you want. And that's why it's also a lonely transition because right now you're surrounded by people who are you? I know that sucks, right? Sometimes we're like, ah, ow, that hurts. But it's like, sometimes that's like, that's where you're at. And so like everyone around you, as soon as you start changing and you start like you're over here and you're trying to like join a different friend group or you're trying to like turn into this person, there's this period where there's no one because you're kind of like in the middle of like, you're kind of over here, but you're kind of over here. And once you eventually make the jump and make the switch, you're going to find people but it does take a little bit of time. It took about six months to a year to really like kind of find people. And like, even then I would say I'm still kind of like not a hundred percent like in either direction. And it's just because like, it just takes time. Everyone's busy. They got stuff to do. And um, yeah, it just is what it is. So like, guys, make sure that like, regardless, just keep going. Even when it gets hard, you're going to notice that like it does pay off. And it's like very, 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 very amazing when it does. But it's just you've decided to go on a different life path. And sometimes like from point A and point B, it's just a little bit further than you think. But it's normally just as you're about to give up that you just get to that other side. So like just keep going on those days where you're like, Oh, I want to give up, give it one more, one more day, one more rep, one more like piece of chicken, 
one more whatever. And if you just keep doing one more, you're going to find the people that also just do that one more. And it's really, really cool when you do that. And life gets really fun when you do that. So hope you have the best day. Hope this was helpful. Um, on the next episode, I think I'm going to go into the next one, which is more so, I don't know which one I want to do next, actually. Let's figure this out. Um, I think the next one that we're going to do for cover... I think we're going to do next the cardio era. That will be fun. So after the newbie era, it's normally like the cardio era. So we're going to try that. So it's like once you start like working out, then you get really heavy into cardio and you're like, I'm going to run and I'm going to be the best runner and it's going to get me so lean. It's going to do all these things. I'm going to debunk all that shit next time. Okay. I'm going to debunk all of that. Save yourself the trouble that I went through. Save yourself the knee pain, the shin splints, the foot pain, the hundreds of dollars on running shoes and Nike gear, and also the sadness and disappointment of getting smaller and not being any more toned. It literally was the fucking worst. (laughs) Okay, so I will save you guys all that disappointment. You'll probably still make the mistake. It's all good. We all make mistakes, just like I said. So we're going to cover that next time. And then uh, we'll kind of work our way through those. So make sure that you guys are tuning in. Screenshot and share this on your story on tag me, Samantha Mills Fit. I hope you're having the best day, guys. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.